0: I've got good news for us this morning from the scriptures. We read the Lord says, I will forgive their wickedness and I will never again remember their sins. Let's worship God together.
1: Once was lost, but now I'm found,
2: was blind, but now I see.
1: Come lay them down at the foot of the cross. Jesus is way. God so loved
0: the world. Amen. We should remember that God loves you because you are part of His world that He created. One day, Peter was talking with Jesus and he asked Jesus this question Lord, how often. Should I forgive someone who sins against me? And Jesus, I think Peter was uh, trying to outsmart Jesus or let, let let the teacher know that the student has been working on it and trying to do the right thing. And so Peter offers an answer of seven times. Would that be enough? And Jesus replies, no, not seven, but 70 times seven. Forgiveness Changes our hearts. And it's difficult. Pastor Sharon is going to say more about that, and we're going to hear a story about forgiveness this morning and how it changes your hearts. But let's take a moment now and ask God's Holy Spirit to be upon us as we continue to worship. Dear Heavenly Father, pour out your Holy Spirit upon us now. Come into our homes, come into our hearts, come into our minds, come into our bodies. Flood us with your peace, with your teaching, with your compassion fill us and convince each of us of the forgiveness that you give to us so that we can forgive others. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Hey, church family. I'm Kendall. And I'm Carrie Ann. And we've got this week's news. As you are most likely aware, various states around our area, including Delaware, are beginning to reopen. This reopening will come in phases. Our leadership is monitoring the situation very closely and is in regular communication concerning our own plan of reopening. As information becomes available to us and decisions are made, we will pass that info along to you. We will be following the specified state and federal regulations, and we look forward to the day that we can come back and worship together. CTC Kids is a ministry that is very important to the life of the church. We value and love each and every child, teacher, and helper that is part of this ministry. This summer, we will see changes in our family vacation Bible school. Because we will not be able to host a large gathering here on our property, we're making some exciting adjustments with VBS. If you like superheroes, then you will love this year's Superhero VBS. Stay tuned for more details. Our life groups continue to be an important part of our ministry at CTC. Many of our groups are continuing to meet online or on Zoom. We have two larger groups, one for men and one for women. If you haven't already joined a group, now is a great time. For information on our life groups, contact Chrissy Carroll at ccarroll at ctcde.net. If you need prayer, you can call the church office at 302-836-2862. Or you can text your prayer request to eight 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 three four four one zero two two. You can also email us at prayer at dot net. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram. God bless you and have a great week.
3: Good morning. It's good to uh, be with you again. I almost said it's good to see you. You can see me. I can't necessarily see you. Uh, But we hope you're having a great day already today. We hope the Lord is blessing you. And we pray that as we continue in the rest of this service that God will uh, allow his Holy Spirit to be right where you are. Uh, Maybe you're in a place of deep need this morning. Maybe you need the Holy Spirit to just reach in and touch you in a special and profound way today. We were having prayer time this morning just before we uh, went on the air, and just a great time of prayer with all the folks that are here, praying that the Holy Spirit would just allow us, through the lens of a camera, to minister to you in a way that would be significant and in a way that would be life-changing for you this morning. We welcome you today. Uh, If you've never... Uh, watched us before if you've never been in the doors of Christ the Cornerstone Church uh, we want to extend a special welcome to you Uh, on our website I I, uh, those of you that generally watch us on Facebook you're already aware of this but there's some technical difficulties with our Facebook feed today Uh, but uh, the website is is working of course if you're watching us on that uh, so uh, we welcome all of you folks that are that are watching with us. Uh, on our website uh, is a way that you can connect with us digitally through our connection card. And so we encourage you to go uh, to that connection card, fill it out, let us know you're watching today, maybe how many people are watching with you. You can register a prayer need. Uh, If you have one on that, if you have a praise report, something you want to share with us, uh, we'd love to uh, agree with you in prayer about that. And uh, so go and fill out that digital connection card. Uh, When we come to this time uh, week after week and we start talking about giving and we talk about the faithfulness of God and we talk about how thankful we are as a staff that we are continuing to work, we're continuing to do the things that God has called us to do, we're continuing to be enabled to do the things that that you stand with us and support us in because of your faithfulness. And because of God's faithfulness to us, his faithfulness to you, uh, to all of us, we are able to continue uh, ministering in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ all over this community and, quite frankly, because of where people are watching us this morning, literally all over the world. And we uh, we thank you and we thank God for that opportunity. Ways to give this morning. Uh, some of you are still sending us checks in the mail, and we love that. We will take that. We appreciate that. We appreciate your faithfulness. If you haven't already, you can go to your computer, and you can go to ctcde.net forward slash give, and you can set up an account with uh, SecureGive. And again, as we say week after week, you can make that a one-time gift. You can make that a recurring gift, uh, however you want to do that. Uh, At whatever recurring interval you want to do, you don't even have to think about it anymore. Uh, You can just rejoice in God's faithfulness. So as we think about that and as we pray this morning, I really want to encourage you to connect with us in that online connection card so that we can know that you're there and uh, know how we can pray with you and agree with you uh, and and intercede uh, maybe for what the Lord needs to do in your life today. So as we prepare to give this morning, will you uh, just join me in a prayer uh, for just a moment, please? Father, we thank you again for the faithfulness of your people. We thank you, uh, Lord, that week after week after week uh, that I get to stand here and give good news. And that is, Lord, that that the ministry of Christ the Cornerstone Church, uh, our bare campus, Ellesmere campus, online campus, we are all functioning and and doing the things that you want us to do because of your faithfulness and because of the faithfulness of your people. And, Lord, we don't take that lightly. We don't take it for granted. We don't look past it. We are grateful for it. And so, Lord, as people give today and as are continuing to be faithful to what you've enabled each and every one of us to do, our part. It's not equal giving, but, Lord, it's all equal sacrifice. And, Lord, we thank you for that privilege to be a part of your kingdom in that way. So bless the offering today. Bless those that give. Lord, maybe those that are struggling today financially from unexpected sources. Lord, I pray you would bless us today. We thank you, Lord, for your blessing. Thank you for loving us and guiding us anointing us and empowering us. As we continue to worship you today, be glorified, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you as you give. The worship team is going to lead us.
2: you. I am nothing. We are nothing without you, God. This morning we come. We raise our hands to you and we give you our hearts. We give you our soul. We give you our mind. We give you our strength because if we don't do that, we don't get that. So we thank you this morning.
4: Good morning, everybody. Brothers and sisters, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just want to thank you for this beautiful day that you've blessed us with. Father God, we thank you for the life that is in our body. Lord, you've been so gracious to us, so merciful. And as we look around the world and see all that's going on that isn't, isn't well, it isn't good. Lord, we just need to stop and just say, thank you, Jesus, for all that is right. For all that you have blessed us with today, O God. Lord, when I woke up this morning, I could see. When I woke up this morning, I had a good appetite. I felt like having a nice bagel. When I woke up this morning, I could breathe without assistance from anybody or any machine. And the list goes on from there. The little things we take for granted until we don't have them, they're no longer little but monumental dear God help us to stop and just say thank you Jesus to give you honor, to give you glory to thank you for the things that you've done in our life, thank you for the battles that you've won and my heart says if God has been good to you we need to praise him Lord we love you, we exalt you and as we go throughout this day may you be the uppermost part of our thoughts Help us to seek truly the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness as you have told us to do in your word and you'll take care of the rest. We trust you, Lord. You're faithful. You have never let us down and we know you never will. Our hearts are fixed like flint, as David said. Thank you for being our father. That's the greatest gift you give us. You're our daddy and you love us and you promise never to leave us nor forsake us and for that we are so grateful. Heavenly Father, bless all of the Christian nation. Help us dear God, to go forward as strong, bold soldiers, trusting you. Not fearful, but in a sound mind full of the power of God that is in us. Let us make great inroads into the world now that we have these other uh, avenues available to us to reach the world that we really didn't have a month or two before. Let us take advantage of it. Bless what we're trying to do today, dear God, right here wonderful people talented who are trying to go forth to god to propagate to bring forth your word may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in thy sight dear god and lord bless pastor sharon as she brings forth the word of god that you have just imbued her heart in let it come forth to hearts that are eager to hear it open the eyes of our heart the windows of our understanding O lord so that we can see jesus Father God, it is in you that we live, it is in you that we move, it is in you that we have our very being, and therefore, Father, we will not fear, but be joyful and say thank you, dear God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, and amen.
5: It's a pleasure to be here with you this morning. As I was on my way here this morning, I was thinking about a story, something that happened to me when I was a little girl. One time when I was a little girl, I was outside playing with with a little girl next door, and that other little girl was taunting me and teasing me and just causing me to, to feel very angry. And so in response to what she was doing to me, I bent down and I picked up a stone and I threw it at her. And just as I did that, my mother walked out the door and immediately my mother came over to me. She hadn't seen what was happening before. She hadn't seen what the little girl was doing to me, but she saw me throw that stone. And so my mom came over to me and she grabbed me by the shoulder and she said, say you're sorry. Anybody's parents ever say that to them when they were little? Say you're sorry. Well, I wasn't sorry. I didn't want to say that I was sorry because I clearly was not sorry. But because my mother said, say you're sorry, I kind of muttered, sorry. And then I walked away. If you've ever been on the receiving end of anybody's hurtful actions, you know that sorry doesn't fix it. And if the person who hurts you is clearly not sorry then a half-hearted apology can make matters worse. And there's sometimes when the hurt is so deep that we just hold on to it. We hold on to it, and we plant it in our hearts, and we water it, and eventually it it grows into this tree with branches of anger and resentment and even revenge. We might even desire that the person that hurt us or made us feel bad feel that same pain or worse than the pain that they have caused us. And that's especially true when the person that hurts us is someone close to us, someone that is supposed to be protecting us, somebody maybe even a parent. As we continue our Tell Me Something Good series, We continue to hear how God uses our stories and our personal experiences to tell us the good news of Jesus. In scripture, Jesus makes it perfectly clear that we are expected to forgive one another, to forgive other people, even though the person may not ask us to forgive them. And how do we go about doing that? Pastor Roger and I recently had the privilege of talking with one of our members, Debbie Smith, who has an amazing story of forgiveness, but I want to set the stage for that really quickly. Debbie was telling us a story about her mom, and Debbie did not have a good relationship with her mom growing up, and her mom became got older and eventually became ill and was in a nursing home. And Debbie Debbie received a call that her mother was nearing the end of her life. And as Debbie drove to the nursing home, knowing that this was going to be the last time, probably, that she would see her mother, she said that the voice of Jesus spoke to her on that drive. And what would have normally been about a 20-minute drive felt like it took two hours as she was talking with Jesus and saying, But, yes, but, but Jesus, she hurt me. But Debbie arrived at the nursing home, and now we're going to hear a little bit about what happened.
6: It was really hard to separate that from who I was. It became all one piece from that standpoint. And I did find the Lord whenever I was younger, and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed, and I think he kept me safe. But if I were to say to something to someone who was going through that now, it is reach out. Talk to someone else because I was scared to death to tell anybody what happened. My relatives anybody. And I back in the 60s, I'm not sure anybody would have done anything. But It was almost like you're not allowed to talk about it you're not allowed to tell anybody about it and I think in today's age if that is truly going on it's scary if it's your parents because oh my goodness they'll kick you out they'll they'll disown you whatever but talk to someone because if you keep it in your own head which I did for so many years until actually I was in my 20s and I started to go to therapy it's dangerous because that just replays and replays and replays and what it ends up doing is I found like in work I was scared to death to talk to a manager Um, I was never able to express myself how I really felt I never really experienced love I even through my marriage it was very hard for me to connect to anyone because I couldn't trust anybody now are there still things within me that I do because of that experience yes but I am much more aware of it because I have talked about it And and it was very strange out of all of this that went on just last week my aunt called me about how are you doing with your mother passing and I told her what happened what happened between me and my mother when she was passing God has allowed me to put that in my past and leave it there and I went down, I went into her room and she was laying there on the side she was laying on her side I knelt down on the side of the bed and I stroked her shoulder I stroked her head I said to her that I was there, I know that she is not going to be with us long And all of a sudden I said, Mom, and I was never allowed to call her Mom. I had to call her Mother. So when I said, Mom, you did a lot of things to me that I wish you would have not done. I wish you would have loved me. I wish you would have accepted me. I wanted you. I wanted to be loved. And you never did that, Mom. You always had to have this bar that I had to meet and I put my hand on her head and I said but I forgive you and I want you to be able to go to heaven with the Lord and I pray that you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior and I said I love you mom and I am sorry for my part but I love you and I wish And pray that you will be there for me in heaven when you're with the Lord. So it it turned everything around that for years and years and years and years, the feeling I had. But the other part of that story is even now when I talk about the things that she did to me, I don't have the same feeling. I have a peace that I have never in my life ever had. And I know that's from the Lord. And that He was there for me that whole walk in my life. And even today, I'm able... I'm amazed. I've been able to say things to people that are my authority figures or whatever. Without that to feel the anxiety in your chest, it went away. And... I don't. All the baggage is gone. And I praise the Lord God for doing that because if that was him, and I know he was with me the whole way, and he ended it so that I could continue my life in feeling accepted by people.
5: Wow. Forgiveness is incredibly difficult. And it's especially difficult when the hurt runs deep. But the good news is that Jesus doesn't expect us to face that difficulty alone. Jesus spent a great amount of time in prayer because Jesus needed to stay connected to the one that was the source of his strength. And we need to do that also. And Jesus even gave us instructions On How we are to pray in Luke chapter 11 verses 2 through 4 it says Jesus said this is how you should pray father may your name be kept holy may your kingdom come soon give us each day the food we need and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us and don't let us yield to temptation. Now, that prayer begins with praise for God and prayers for God's kingdom to come soon. But then it quickly moves on to human needs. Verse 3 says, give us each day the food we need. And although the need for physical food is mentioned first, that need is quickly followed by the need for forgiveness. Verse 4 says, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation. When Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he made forgiveness the cornerstone of their relationship with God. It's so important that in this prayer that Jesus taught the disciples how to pray, it comes right after the need for food. I like to fast on Sunday mornings and by the time worship is done I'm thinking about what I'd like to eat. But Jesus is telling me that I also need to be looking into my soul and looking at the areas that needs that need God's healing touch and forgiveness. And the magic word in that verse is as. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. As means that Forgiving others is a given. It's expected. It's not an option. It doesn't say forgive us our sins if we forgive those who sin against us. Wow, imagine if that were the case. I'd have to be pretty scared if God judged us based on the way we forgive others. That would be a real game changer. But that's not what God does. And God knows that forgiving is not easy. And yet here in this prayer that in the United Methodist Church we use as part of our communion liturgy and in many traditional service, services it's recited every single Sunday. And not only in the United Methodist Church, but in every Christian denomination all over the world, we say this prayer. And when we say it, we're saying, forgive us our sins As we forgive those who sin against us, forgive us our sins as we forgive each other. Maybe what we ought to be saying is teach us to forgive others as you have forgiven us, God. It is good news that we are forgiven. John Wesley, who founded the Methodist Church, loved the Lord's Prayer, and he said that we should ask for forgiveness not once, but continually. Likewise, if we look at that word, as, then we need to forgive others continually as well. And Jesus does extend forgiveness to us continually, continually. And the other good news is that Jesus does teach us how to forgive. The presence of Jesus that is always with us in and through the Holy Spirit can direct us to forgive, even when it's really hard to do that. We just need to be connected to that voice. Debbie heard it, and she obeyed. Debbie said that she never, ever imagined that she would be able to forgive her mother. But Jesus wasn't taking no for an answer that day. By herself, relying on her own strength, Debbie would not have been able to do what she did. But because Jesus was with her, Debbie was able to get to a place of forgiveness and even love. Debbie's strength came from the one who has forgiven Debbie and who has forgiven me. And who has forgiven you? Debbie is able to forgive because she is forgiven. And that's how God works. And once we are aware that we are forgiven, things change. John Wesley used the term prevenient grace to describe God's God's forgiveness of us. Because we're forgiven before we even know that we need to be forgiven. And then God convicts us to grow. Once we are aware that we've been forgiven, God convicts us to grow and to accept that grace. And it's through God's grace toward us that we learn to forgive and have the strength to forgive those who have hurt us. What is forgiveness? When you forgive someone, it means that you're releasing your anger and resentment. Forgiveness doesn't mean that what, some, what someone did to you is okay. It means that you are no longer going to let what they did to you damage you. Debbie said that she carried baggage for a number of years, baggage of hurt and anger and distance And she said that when she was able to forgive, that baggage was gone. When you forgive... It allows you to heal. Forgiveness allows your healing to take place. Debbie says of the hurt and resentment she was carrying all those years, it was hurting me more than it was hurting her. Holding on to all that anger and resentment can take its toll on our mental and physical well being. Debbie talked about how it gets into your head and it keeps replaying and replaying. It can hurt your other relationships. Forgiveness is letting go of hurt so that you can heal. And when we forgive, we allow God to use us as instruments of God's grace. As disciples of Jesus, we are called to love as Jesus loved. Debbie talked about that moment when she was able to touch her mother's head and say, Mom, I forgive you. I think that moment in our conversation touched me the most because Debbie said that she actually felt the love for her mother at that point. Imagine the love that our Savior has for us. Imagine what it would be like to have Jesus reach out to you and touch you tenderly and say, I forgive you. Stay with that image for a moment because sometimes one of the hardest people to forgive is ourselves. Imagine Jesus right now saying to you, I forgive you. Debbie said that since that moment, her relationship with Jesus is different. Have we forgiven those who have wronged us? Do we really forgive others the way God wants and expects us to do? Do we forgive others the way we want and expect God to forgive us? Do we forgive them the way God has forgiven us? God's grace toward us is good news. And it's good news that God is inviting us to be instruments of that grace to others. Debbie said at the moment she forgave her mother, that God was closing a chapter in her life. When we pray, may your kingdom come soon, let us also be praying about how we can be builders of that kingdom. In that prayer that Jesus taught us, forgiveness is an important building block in that kingdom. And in the prayer, it comes right after the need for daily nourishment. There might be chapters in your life that it's time for you to close. If there is anger and resentment and pain that you've been holding on to for far too long, then maybe today it's time for you to let that go. We might not have the opportunity like Devi did to be in the presence of the person that we need to forgive. And they may never ever hear us speak those words. But in our hearts, we can lift them up to God's care. and We can let go of our anger and our resentment and our pain, and we can put our baggage down. And with open hands, after we've put that baggage down, we can receive even more blessings from the Lord as we grow deeper in our faith and in our walk with God. If this is an invitation that God has extended to you, then say Yes. Debbie said that she argued with God and said, yes, but, but in the end, she did say yes. And her burden today is lighter because of that yes, and her choice to forgive. Would you pray with me? Lord, I thank you for your grace and for forgiving me. And I thank you for Debbie and her willingness to share her meaningful encounter with you and how she accepted your invitation to forgive May we all accept that invitation so that our prayer might continually be, Forgive us as we forgive others. Amen. We have some next steps for you this morning. If you have not already done so, please visit our website at ctcde.net and follow the link to fill out a digital connection card. You can also submit your prayer request through that card, or you can text us at 888-344-1022. Or you can email us at prayer at Forgiveness takes prayer, and we would love to be able to pray with you and for you. Also, stay in touch with us on social media at Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for being with us on this morning, and God bless.
0: Pastor Sharon, man, we've got some great preachers here at Christ the Cornerstone. I can say that not because I'm one of them, but because we've got so many others who are willing to share what God is doing in their lives. Uh, Thank you to Debbie for sharing what you shared with us this morning. I pray that before we go, that that you make a decision either to receive God's forgiveness for you so that you can forgive others. Let us know about that. We'd love to be in contact with you and pray with you and help you to continue to explore that and grow in your own faith and your own understanding of what it means to live a life of forgiveness as someone who is forgiven and free. And uh, so we just pray God blesses you as you go. May you take this love of Christ and share it with all others as you come in touch with them. Have a great day, and we'll see you later. God bless.